You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Rachel Inbert, and Rachel talked about a time she got very constipated and had to take matters into her own hands. This week, I called Lael O'Shaughnessy, and Lael is in Connecticut right now, and we talked about earwax, shitting your pants, and um, some, some, some of the weird stuff she uh, put inside herself when she was younger. <laughs> Here's Lael O'Shaughnessy. has uh, been building up over (laughs) (laughs) over the past few months and it's gotten pretty bad like I sent you a picture oh yeah early rendition (laughs) like my my hearing has like as felt like I've it's felt like I've been underwater (laughs) because I just like I'm so clogged up with earwax but I'm so terrified of like the at-home removal um processes and I like called when we were in Brooklyn I like called the minute clinic because they said that they were still open to like doing earwax removals and I was like hi I I made a appointment online and then she called me and she was like hey so like we're not really doing um you know earwax removals because of COVID (laughs) and I was like "Yeah, yeah 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 of course of course of course of course like for sure like I felt so guilty um and then Saad got some out with my boyfriend got some out with tweezers oh wow and he got like wait can you like not hear very well with it what's going on it's like so like I've gotten these drops and one ear is better and then but the other ear it's like it's just like impacted I think but nobody is like doing earwax clean like that's just not like on the top which is totally fair (laughs) but like it is a personal like you're out there protesting with everybody for your (laughs) like obviously everyone's been treated differently and I'm very lucky they're like they're like we want haircuts and you're like and earwax stuff too (laughs) some of us want earwax stuff my little complaint (laughs) I can't see them in the morning and I'm like this is really not good and then I can't like keep up with cleaning out my airpods and then my boyfriend will clean them out for me when I think is like crossing a line <laughs> I told him I was like listen like if you're uncomfortable about it like you have to let me clean them and he's like I just can't sit there and watch the up because you won't do it so uh, I bet he kind of likes it though I and that's what I said I'm like I also like the satisfaction I like it too with like a pencil oh, or whatever, yeah. like a little pen, yeah. Yeah, and then I've been watching it right before you called because I was thinking about this. I've been watching earwax removal videos, which is like a little pimple popper y. Oh yeah, big a, time. It's a little too gross though because there's so much hair. Yeah. Like pimple pops can be like as gross as they are. They can be clean, you know. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> like you're just getting it out, but it's like so much hair that's like blocking it. But it's really insane how much wax is in people's ears, and I'm worried that's, like, mine is just, like, the tip of an iceberg of what we can see. Well, I can't So, wait. you know. Wait, did you, you said you, you didn't try the, like, at-home stuff. Like, what about the thing where you use a candle? 
Okay, so I've read up on it, and ear candling is, like, highly um, recommended against by oh, okay. medical professionals, because <laughs> I did look into it, and it, they do not recommend it, but that did look incredible, and something <laughs> that I wanted to experience. But there's, like, they have a little tool at, like, either minute clinics or, like, ear, nose, and throat doctors. It's, like, a little tool that, like, basically scrapes it. Like, it, like, grabs it and scrapes it and pulls it out. And I think that's what I need. Because, like, so I got a good amount out with the tweezer, but, like, that I feel uncomfortable with because, like, you know, it's one one bad move. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of bad stuff could happen. So I've been using, there's, like, a little suction cup, and you have to, like, put your ear over like a basin of water to like catch the, to catch the little waxes but it's like it, I, I've like been really like I can't like I get really sad and traumatized I'm, like I don't want to be a part of my life right now um so that's kind of been my little you know all things considered my hardships are zero but I do have the earwax thing um okay that and then my other gross thing I've been thinking about was because I'm back home in Connecticut and like and then I'm moving back to Chicago and we're in we don't have a place right now so we're back home and I was thinking about my best friend from growing up and we would like used to like play around and be gross or whatever like she had a giant bear and we would like fuck the bear um I had a Kermit a Kermit the Frog doll Kermit? It was, well, we wouldn't really have sex with it, but we would always use the doll as, like, our husband. Like, we would marry Kermit, because he was the only doll that was, like, it, he was kind of, he was probably, like, two feet tall or so, so he was kind yeah. of as big as us, so we would, and he was wearing a little vest, so we would marry him. And he's cute. Like, he's, he's Honestly, nice. yeah, and he, I like his body. <laughs> he's lean. Um, and he's yeah, confident. I get that. I like this that. one was, like, a big big bear like like obviously her parents got like she's like a little princess her parents got for it was like a huge bear <laughs> and it was like it involved us and that but that wasn't like we wouldn't like fucking aggressively but we definitely humped it take, at the same time no we take turns what would the other person do while you, while you had the turn off <laughs> well <laughs> so <laughs> she also had a little pool table and it's like not a big like it's like a tabletop pool table you know yeah um and it had like a bunch of little balls and i my memory is is sketchy on this but i do remember we put the little balls into our vaginas i don't know if they like obviously not all the way up but <laughs> like i still don't i'm not i don't want putting like a ovule for like a yeast infection up there but I like we like kind of rested them <laughs> against our vagina so I don't know if it was like always like in turn like one was humping one was like, enveloping the little <laughs> switch <laughs> but I do remember them happening like at around the same time <laughs> and not like and the, and I also kind of and sometimes like the balls not after but sometimes we put them in our mouths and like the oh. bear the the bear was like telling us to and honestly my friend kind of was like in charge with our play so I was just like yeah like this is (laughs) this is what we're doing (laughs) 
I don't, I never like I've heard that kind of story a lot where like like with your friend you'd like have a weird thing like that but I didn't I didn't have anything I didn't have like a friend like that but I do remember <laughs> when I kind of figured out I would kind of rub around on the carpet and I didn't really notice yeah. what I was doing but I was like to my sister I was like you gotta check this out I was like I, <laughs> I didn't know what it was but I was like you gotta come try this This is <laughs> you're gonna love it <laughs> mushrooms with my friend and it was really hot and we were we had these ice cubes and we were just kind of like rubbing them on like our necks and stuff just because it was mm-hmm. like it was like 85 degrees and then all of a sudden she goes <laughs> she was dropping it through her shirt and when she was like I could I could feel good if I put it in my vagina <laughs> and I was like yes it would it sounded like such a good idea but I so she like got to work she was wearing like a jumper thingy or a romper and so put it, popped it right in. I didn't, couldn't get my shorts off in time, and and then she was immediately like, "Nope, no, very bad. Take it out." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like also any feeling is just like amplified p- times ten. So it's like you're like freezing yourself from the inside. Yeah. I was yeah. I was glad that I didn't um, couldn't get my pants off fast enough, or I would have yeah, that would have been a bummer. <laughs> I do feel like something. I don't know how, how you feel about like the rose quartz like egg thing or the yoni egg yeah I don't feel not good that sounds like bullshit to me that is kind of like I I don't ever want to do it but like I do think it's kind of an interesting looking experience to like lick an egg (laughs) Um, and this is I guess as close as I've gotten for these little pool balls but there's like something kind of like fascinating to me about that it kind of like it makes me sort of scared but also interested (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to, like, give you, like, energy or something, right? It's, like... Some, you know... It's supposed to feel like good, that. is I don't it? know. It's supposed to... It's a, it's a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Yeah. Like, which I don't really buy into any of her shit. But I know that there is, like, some new-agey people who say it can give you... Because Rose Quartz is, like, a sexual crystal, I oh. think. One of the sexual <laughs> rocks. <laughs> and I mean, any rock is sexual it really if you stuff it in your vagina. World, I guess. <laughs> I, but there's um, also, like, little kegel machines that you can put into your vagina. And, like, have you seen those? No. They're, like, little... Hold on. They're little balls. That you can put into your vagina, Kegel ball, the Lilo high end Kegel balls. But what then? They're you like do... sex beads. Oh, is it? What are you supposed to do with it? You put them in your vagina and you Kegel because apparently it makes you able to Kegel better. But it's like I can just like do that on my own. I don't need a little. Yeah, what's the ball doing? 
I jam now. Luna Beads takes us sixty dollars. <laughs> I was looking at $60. Okay, I can find something way cheaper to shove up my (laughs) twat than that. (laughs) There's also a gold one. There's gold beads, vaginal beads, that are $3,000. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. There's fireworks outside. So, I think people just... People have a lot of money, but they don't know what to do with it. So then somebody invents a gold, a gold pussy ball, and here we are. They're like, well, <laughs> this is a little fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, those are like <sighs> my only. Oh, then my last gross story, because I, I a couple times, so I kind of didn't remember which one I've told, but um. I was thinking about Chen because we all got graduation dresses, right? And I, like, had a pale pink one. And I went to show my girlfriends the dress. And as I was leaving to get back in my car, I shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) like, like an accident, you know, the classic accidental shit. And, uh... (laughs) Wait, like, are you, like, a shard or you shit your pants? I shit my pants. It was like I was wearing underwear and it, like, but like probably a thong. And in my graduate, and I'm like, and it's like graduation's like tomorrow, you know. So it's like I don't have time to get it cleaned. And like I did a spot clean, but like I just was in my car, like on the way through. I'm like, well, like I and I didn't know that it had gone like all the way through, but I suspected. Um, <laughs> Like I, it was just like a fart that went that went awry, <laughs> and it was like one of the early, like one of like probably the second. I've only shit myself like maybe twice, and it was like the second time. So I was like, "This is not ideal." And then I just had a little shit <laughs> in the graduation dress. I was like, and I wasn't even graduating too. I was late. I, I didn't finish yet, but I just I got to walk at graduation. Um, <laughs> Oh wait, this is in college. You mean my dress? I wasn't even fully graduated yet. (laughs) Um, (sighs) wait. So you just wait? You couldn't see it though when you cleaned it off, or you cut a little bit? No, like on the inside, it was like a two-layer. Oh, okay. It had like a slip, like the slip for sure. You could see the shit. I had to get it cleaned after. But, like, I, I could, I, like, think I, like, wiped it with, like, a tie to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, as much as I could do. It's, like, I, I'm not going to get a new dress. And, like, it was a super cute dress. Pale pink. Really not an ideal <laughs> color <laughs> to shit in. But, um, it was really, it was bad. My friend, also, this reminds me of my friend with the pool balls. I one time saw her shit herself in her room and she had to like crawl to the bathroom (laughs) 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 it all ties together live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories and uh, here i'll read them okay 
I was dating a boy for a few weeks. He was way out of my league. I woke up at his place after a night of drinking vodka and doing blow. Needless to say, I'm gassy. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm waking up realizing I've got my period while I was sleeping. Nothing catastrophic, no biggie. I get up to say goodbye. As he walks, as he walks me to the door, I feel the vodka farts coming on. I think... I think it's wrong to hold them in. So, thinking it'll be a little squeaker, I let it out. Floodgates open. All the period blood streams down my legs, past the hemline of my dress, down to my ankles. Surprisingly, he called me back later that night. I mean, good. You should not. It is unfortunate. I also didn't know vodka makes you gassy. I mean, I, I I get gassy from binge drinking at yeah. anything, I guess, but... A, a morning poop after a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a good night of drinking is never... It's very necessary. <laughs> but not... I have never, like... I mean, I haven't, like, fucked around much <laughs> with people, but I've never bled down my legs after a oh. sexual night. No, I've always had... That. I've always had kind of a light period, but, um... I like that it's just, like... <laughs> It's just her belief system not to hold a fart in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, also that. <laughs> I need to, I need to do that more. I've been, I've been freer with them. I used to be like, I only would fart in the bathroom. <laughs> I, um, I was just talking about this today that I sat next to this kid in band in high school, and he. It was, like, right before lunch. I don't know what the fuck was going on with his body, but he would always, like, let out these really smelly farts. And I was like, please stop doing that. Because I'm, like, fucking sitting in them, stewing in them. And he was like, he was like, I'm not going to get a stomachache for you. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of yeah, respect it, I guess. Yeah, there needs to be, like, a certain level of, like, lightness around you. But I do like that she'll let it out. <laughs> Um, okay, here's another one. When I was 18, I drove from New York State to Washington State and back by myself. In the middle of the country, there were some areas I drove through where I wouldn't see evidence of human life for hours. During one of those times, I was experiencing diarrhea, likely related to only eating gas station food for days. Eventually, I just pulled over on the side of the road, squatted next to my car, and left behind a nice pile of soft serve. (laughs) I wiped with a makeup remover pad and continued on my way. (laughs) Oh, that is, I mean, that sounds kind of nice. Very freeing. It kind of feels like a scene in, like, a coming-of-age film where, like, she's driving cross country. (laughs) Those classic coming-of-age (laughs) people shitting on the side of the road (laughs) having a wet shit is part of growing up it is um okay I have peed I went to my peed on the side of the road on the way from Chicago to Indiana and there I the only place I could find was there was like a Jesus is watching (laughs) I didn't see it until I was like squatting I was like fuck I remember at the it was like the, like the the women's march or something. Like me and Toller happened to be going 
back to Door County, where he's from, mm-hmm. on the day of it, and he just posted a picture of me pissing next to the car and was like, <laughs> the, the women's march starts here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Pink Outside. Okay, I have one more. And this one, well, you can't see it, but it has like a little diagram. It And so it says, at the top it says, after a heavy night of booze, dot, 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 and there's a picture of a house, and there's two stick figures, me and her, I'm vomiting up the driveway, uh, her, down the driveway, at least I held her hair back while we puked in opposite directions, and they're both, um, projectile vomiting. Aww. Oh, there's a car, too, I can see it now, um, but it reminded me of, um, I went to this party in high school, I was, like, f- friends with all the improv kids, or in college, I mean, not in high school. Um, yeah. Which is probably, I'm not surprising, but they, this girl one year for Halloween, it this you can't you can't start a, a party based on a pun, but she wanted to have Halloween, wine, so she had like a keg. They made a keg of sangria, oh, and God. I'm not kidding. Fifteen people puked in her house. <laughs> Like, there is a reason that keg beer is what it is. It was, it was, like, a nightmare. It was, like, <laughs> and I remember this, like, I was helping this little girl. I mean, she wasn't a little girl, but she's a tiny woman. I was, like, helping her. There was a bucket that was getting, like, passed around, and I was, like, I'll get you the bucket. And so we were, like, sitting in, like, the back stairs of the apartment building, and so I'm, like, helping her puke in the bucket at the bottom of the stairs. And then from the top of the stairs, another girl puked. And it's, like, so it was, like, I could hear it coming down the stairs towards us. And we, we had to, like, <laughs> run for it. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> like, contact. It was, <laughs> this other girl was, like, she was, like, wasted. And she was, like, she was, like, slumped in the hallway. And I was, like, are you okay? I think you're going to puke. And she goes, <laughs> she's being, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna puke that, 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 like doing that, and then started puking, like all in one. <laughs> you can't like be a bitch about it. You're gonna be. be a bitch. Oh, meanwhile, Dude, that same friend's house. They, uh, we were there like with a bunch of friends, and they started drinking Grey Goose, and we were like young, first time people were getting drunk, and I was like, I'm not gonna partake. <laughs> like one of those and then I fell asleep and I woke up and they were like all fucked up because they didn't know like how to handle it and they're, they're jumping up and down like so drunk and like 12 and oh then all of a sudden everyone starts puking and someone puked in like a bean bag and I had to like unzip so her parents wouldn't know I like unzipped the bean bag and like threw the like shell of it into the like uh washer dryer and then her mom the next morning was like why is there like lint <laughs> on her washer dryer because it's like definitely not supposed to burn it <laughs> that was another horror story our live story comes from rachel imberg Rachel is a healthcare professional and writer who's had her work published in the Huffington Post, and this was recorded in May of 2019. Here's Rachel Inberg. 
I could always tell when my parents were on drugs. Um, because they'd start talking a lot about shitting. Um, I remember as a little kid, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd go downstairs, and my dad would be sitting at the kitchen table drinking coffee, and he'd just turn to me, completely unprovoked, and he'd be like, I've been up all night pissing out of my asshole. <laughs> um, there'd be entire weeks where dad's pants would just pile up in the garbage, and I'd be like, Mom, why does dad keep throwing his pants out? She'd go, he just keeps making charts, you know. Um, just like totally normal, like some people's daddies like to go fishing. Your daddy likes to do cocaine and shoot his pants twice a week. Um, mom was into Vicodin, loved a good Vicodin. Um, so her issue was constipation. So she'd always be on the laxatives, the enemas. And uh, she picked me up at school when she remembered. And um, she would be rushing me. She'd be like, Orion, oh, Ryan, get in the car. I just put the suppository in my ass. I'm gonna shit everywhere. <laughs> um, so I feel like what I'm here doing tonight is not necessarily just telling a story, but uh, sort of continuing my family legacy, really, of just talking about shitting in public. Um, I have problems shitting. Uh, I have irritable bowel syndrome, so my intestines, they don't really work. Um, they produce a lot of gas. Yes, I'm single. Um, not so much shit. I go about once a week. Um, you know, it's hard. Sometimes, it sucks. Um, I don't know, sometimes I can kind of feel like I'm in my own private version of that Alanis Morissette song, ironic. You know, she's got 10,000 spoons when all she needs is a knife. I've got 10,000 farts when all I need is a shit. Um, so the longest I've ever went without shitting was 10 days. Uh, oh, I know, the ladies are like, you guys can relate. Um, 10 days. I was working as a nurse at the time, uh, inpatient in the hospital, helping to detox people who were withdrawing from heroin and alcohol. It's like 50% heroin, 50% alcohol. So if you know anything about people coming off heroin or alcohol, you know they are miserable, they're in pain, and they are shitting uncontrollably. Um, and I felt like at some point they were throwing it in my face, right? I hadn't shit in 10 days. And after like, I don't know, like the fifth person came up and asked for anti-diarrhea medication, it kind of just felt like, you know what, like no need to brag. Um, and at some point in the day, I just, it's like something in me broke, you know? I, I was bloated, I was cranky, everyone around me is shitting. And it's the one thing I can't do. And it kind of, it felt like, um, like my poop spirit guide like left my body and was like, take your poop destiny into your own hands. And so I knew at that point it was time to take my poop destiny into my own hands, literally. So. for like six years, you think I'd get better at that. Um, so I um, put some gloves on. I went to the other side of the hospital 
for privacy. And uh, I got into the bathroom and I paused, you know, I paused for reflection because there were some questions I had to ask myself. Um, I was about to, be, about to be someone who puts her own hands in her own butt. Um, what did that mean for me? Uh, would I change? Would I be different afterward? Um, would I want to do it again? Would I want to put my hands in other people's butts? Um, and then there was the logistical issue, right? It's a hospital bathroom. There's this, the shelves aren't exactly lined with KY, right? So I have to figure out how do I lubricate so I can stick my own hand in my own butt. So the best I could do was a uh, soap dispenser. <laughs> so I squeeze a little, again, 10 days. I mean, you know, have some sympathy. So I squeeze some soap into my hand. I use these two fingers. And uh, yes, <laughs> yes. She's like, no, no. Um, and so I take these two fingers and I put them on my own pooper. And um, I stay in there for a little bit. You know, assess the lay of the land, kind of get the vibe, get the stitch. Um, and I, I go a little further and I, I sort of touch a point, you know, like a shit stalactite. You know, those are the kind that hang down in the cave. And I, at that point, I'm like, I start getting a little depressed. You know, I'm like, I'm like, what's my plan? You know, you can't just like yank the shit out. Like, what am I thinking? I was just gonna be like a magician, like pulling stars, like, how was I gonna do this? Um, so I stay in there a little bit longer, thinking maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'll have some good luck or whatever. Nothing happened. Um, so I just went back to work. Um, luckily, for us, for all of us, uh, this story has a happy ending. Um, it turns out that the hand soap that I used, uh, it burned my anus so severely um, that the next day I had cramps, um, like butt cramps, and um, one of them helped to push the 10-day-old crap out of my butt, and I, uh, I produced a massive 10-day crap, and um, I want to I wanna thank you all for listening today. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Layla O'Shaughnessy. You can follow me at Layl O'Shag, L-A-E-L-O-S-H-A-G. Not much, not much going on there right now, <laughs> but, you know, you can follow me if you want to. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.